Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, Ask questions and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now... Taz and Paula. Oh, Taz, we're going to have so much fun today. Uh, <laughs> our guest, <laughs> our guest, Lori Rayon, is an internationally known interspecies communicator and soul healer. Her gifts allow her to speak to the animals and the angels and then translate their messages to humanity. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Well, Laurie recognizes the cetaceans as the ancient uh, beings of the, of the, of, on this planet. Um, her work involves communication and healing with the dolphins and whales of Earth. And uh, Laurie recognizes the great whales as master healers and offers healing sessions and workshops where people can interact with their energy and intelligence. Laurie Rayon has been named Standing Whale Mother by the Native Americans, and she brings the wisdom and healing energies of the whales and the dolphins to the people guided by spirit and the energy of Master Cat Puda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Lori has recently received information from the whales and dolphins on how to use their energy to activate and calibrate the human DNA and assist the humans in preparing for ascension. How exciting is that? She has studied uh, veterinary medicine in college where she received her AHT and radiology degree. Wow, Lori, welcome. This is going to be such a full hour. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for inviting us, and you know we're delighted to be here with you. Well, by saying we, uh, Lori has um, Puda with her and uh, dolphins and whales. Am I correct? That's correct, yes. I'm a channel for the group consciousness of the whales and the dolphins, and I'm always in telepathic communication with my beautiful sacred partner who embodies a beautiful cat body, and we travel and work together. And But even when we're, you know, separated, we're, we're still telepathic. We've kind of woven our energy together over over many lifetimes to where I consider her one of my master guides and teachers and, and my partner. And, you know, we have this love story through the ages that continues. <laughs> and she's full of great advice, and she's funny. So you're going to enjoy her. 
Wow, how did well, all of this begin for you? I mean, it, I mean, what was it like? You said you and Puda began this journey. What, what, yeah. what really happened that created this journey for you, Lori? Well, that's a great question. Um, I believe that she's been with me as a child and as a young married woman um, before I had my spiritual awakening in a couple of different bodies. But my real awakening came um, through a near-death experience. And prior to that, I was given this cat by my boyfriend. Uh, his name was Pootie. And he was always different. And, you know, I considered myself in those days somewhat of an expert on animals because I had studied veterinary medicine, you know, and I'd been growing up in a farm in Nebraska and I'd traveled all over the world with my horse. And, you know, I just really thought I knew all about animals until Pootie came into my life. And Pootie was very human-like in characteristics and uh, at that time, I was running a dance school, and he liked to be in the ballet room. He always wanted to be on someone's lap, and he really had some challenges uh, in his health with just being on Earth and being a cat. But when I had my experience, um, I actually passed away for about six Earth minutes, and I was allowed to see the soul of this being, this cat who was locked in the in the car in the parking garage of the hospital where I was, and would have passed away if I hadn't chosen to come back because no one knew he was there. Um, but I saw the soul, and now I identify that soul as Seth, and that has some meaning to people here because Seth has been written about, you know, early years with Jane Roberts, Seth Speaks, and if you study the Keys of Enoch and other books like that, the soul of Seth is shown to be the first incarnated soul on the planet. So one of the fun things uh, over the years of learning to be, uh, I should say allowing to be telepathic with Pudi, who has now become Puda One, Puda Two, and now Puda Three, um, is letting this energy in in its fullness in my body and trusting it. Um, I can't I can't tell you enough about how important I feel it is for us as humans to activate that part of ourselves so that we can not only speak to the animals, but we can hear the angelic voices and, you know, let the support team in that's here to help us. So, But truly it was activated during that experience. And when I came back um, and decided to live and heal myself, which is, is, you know, a long story, but I'll just say, you know, I came back and this cat was with me every step of the way. And I, I unfortunately became very codependent in those first years of the being. I didn't feel I trusted myself enough to do just about anything without Pootie. Uh, but he lived eight amazing years. And uh, during that time, I met this incredible woman, Amelia Kincaid. So hi, Amelia. Maybe she'll listen to this. She's uh, one of America's uh, 100 top psychics. She's a premier animal communicator. And I went to see her after Pootie had passed away, which was August 29, 2011, right before 9-11 happened. And then I went to see her, and I held the picture up of Pootie. And she said in the next few minutes words that changed my life. She said she'd always wanted to meet a cat that's not really a cat. She said the cats had told her that sometimes other beings will incarnate into the body of a cat because cats are very high vibrational beings. But she'd never met one. She always knew they were out there. And she looked at his picture, and she said, this is an ancient of the ancients. This is a healer of the healers, and this is a great light being that has come to the planet to teach. And if I was you, I'd do everything this cat tells you to do. And I said, well, he's dead. And she said, well, not for long. He's coming back. He's going to be reborn. Have the same birthday. March 3rd, isn't it? <laughs> and it was. <laughs> and that was in October. So, And she went on to tell me many things. And I went back to see her again a few months later because you can imagine now I was able to embrace in the 3D Earth world reincarnation. I'd seen it in my near-death experience, but I'd been raised a Christian, so no disrespect to the Christians intended, but, you know, I, I didn't understand this principle of life, and it wasn't in my world yet. But I went to see her again, and she gave me the same reading, um, looking at his picture, and she said that he would be born in the Garden of Eden on March 3rd. 
And I didn't know, I said, I don't know where that is. And she said, you'll find it. And it truly happened, exactly as she said. The cat was born uh, in the new body as Puda One, uh, the first female incarnation, on March 3rd in a place called Eve's Hardin, Eve's Garden, in six miles north of where I lived at that time in Baja, Mexico, to a wild cat. And my friend was there doing a rider's retreat. She brought the kittens inside on a rainy night, and the wild cat instantly became domesticated. I adopted her, raised all of the kittens, and kept Puda and her brother, and the real work began for me. It really began then because amazing things started to happen in the physical world. And I could go on and on, but, I mean, that's how it started. And I started to do things that the cat asked me to do. And probably one of the most profound stories is December that year, 2003, she would have been, let's see, about seven months old. She told me to take her to Cryon. And for those that don't know, it's K-R-Y-O-N. Um, and hear Cryon Channel. And I had read the Cryon books and felt very inspired uh, felt very uplifted, and I said, well, honey, I don't think cats go to cry-on events, and she she started <laughs> chanting, I'm not a cat, I'm not a cat, I'm not a cat, and I said, okay, all right, we'll do it, and this was my first, you know, crossing the line, so to speak, where I took her into a public place, and I was embarrassed, I sat in the back of the room, and I sat on the floor, I had her in a carrier, none of which, you know, like really hit us from the energy, but when it came time for questions and answers in the afternoon session, uh, Jan Tober, who at that time was married to the channel, Lee Carroll, stood on the stage, um, and a woman came up and asked who the animals really are. She said, there's more going on here than meets the eye. I want to know about the spiritual side of animals, and, you know. And Jan said, there's a lady in the back with a cat. Let's ask that cat to come up here and answer that question. <laughs> so it began. <laughs> I went on stage with her. And oh. That was my first, first public channel, and it was good. It was really good. Uh, I can't remember everything was said, but, it was, you know, she... She's a, you can ask her anything, and you'll, you'll see for yourself what she brings forward. It's always beautiful. It's always loving. And they called me the, at home the next day, and they said, you know, you're not crazy. You're not losing your mind. This really is an ascended being, and we'd really like to publish the things she's writing. We'd like to help you. First thing you need to do is get professional pictures taken and stop being afraid of what's happening here because this is your new partner, you know, and you're really ready to do this work. So it began. I, I started doing animal communication through, just really through her in the first years because I hadn't developed my own confidence yet. And that led me to speaking to dolphins um, that used to come up in front of my house on the beach. And she helped me fine-tune those frequencies until I could speak to three different dolphins. And they led me ultimately to the whales. And, you know, my whole life now is centered around dolphin and whale and animal communication and helping people get in touch with their ability to communicate with their third eye or their pineal gland. You know, so that they too can be telepathic. It's a great gift, and we all have it. It just takes a little practice. Uh, is there any difference from messages received from whales or dolphins? To, uh, are they saying the same thing, or are they different? Um, the dolphins are very much, well, first of all, okay, let me back up They're saying. Um, they're all Syrian beings. That means they come from the planet Sirius B in the Syrian system. Um, they come from a planet that's I call a stewardship planet. That planet has an electromagnetic frequency that's very helpful for people on Earth, and we can talk about that more later, but let me just say they're all Syrians. But dolphins specifically are here to calibrate our DNA and to communicate with us on a personal level. They're actually chosen to be, and they come and incarnate down to be emissaries of light to the people. Um, they're very involved in your personal life if you allow for it. Um, when people go out on our boat trips or they contact me, I can tune in to the dolphins that are around that person and give you a personal message every time. It just takes me a few minutes. The whales, on the other hand, particularly the humpback whales, are the ones I work the most with, are here as 
stewards to the vibration of ascension and well-being. And they're also stewards to Mother Earth or to Gaia. They are more concerned with the well-being of everything and everyone as they make corrections in the ley lines. You know, they're multidimensional beings swimming through various worlds under the ocean. They have more of a, you know, an overall, it's godlike almost to me, almost like deities. Um, but when I have someone on the table, the healing table, or I'm doing a healing class, and I open the sacred space, they come through, and I'm a seer, I see it, they open up like a vortal tunnel, and they come through what I call, uh, you know, a time tunnel of some kind into the room, and they bring their living light body or their light field around the person or persons in the room every time. They never have not responded to the healing calls. And at that point, sometimes they'll give a personal message to that person. Mostly, though, it's a more universal message about that person or for the group. Um, that's just the overall well-being of all of us. And happy to, if there's time, to share some of the messages from the whales or the dolphins with you uh, during the show. But there is a difference. Um, however, I should tell you, in the physical world, all dolphins are whales. They're toothed whales. And they have a little bit of a different vibration that's more personal. Um, you know, and as you know, as people go swimming and surfing, they, they, they interact quite often with dolphins. They come right up to us. And if you come on a boat trip with us, um, they come all around the boat, jumping and spinning and playing, and they, they make every effort to connect with us physically as well. Whales, though, uh, sometimes well. You know, there's migrating whales in our area here in Southern California, and I go off into Hawaii. In fact, I'm moving there for three months in two, in two weeks. Mm. So I'll be over there swimming with them and being with them. Um, they, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's a, a different energy. Quite often they do come to us in the boats and around us, but it's a different. It's, it's more of this place of bliss than it is interactive in how I can help you in your personal life. So I don't know if that's helpful. Terrific. Well, on your, web, on your website, um, you have videos of the whales and the dolphins, but when I listen to the whales, I mean, I could listen to them all day long. It, it just it does something to me. I just love the sounds of the whales. Yeah, me too. And by the way, I recommend everyone does that, you know, because when you use whale sounds, particularly humpback whale sounds, in your life, you just turn it on in your house in the background, amazing cleansing and purification goes on. Um, they come in and, you know, talking about Master Puda again, if I don't have whale sounds on in the morning, she'll come in and remind me. She'll say, I don't hear any whales. <laughs> like, okay, I'm <laughs> we, we have a lot of whale sounds and a lot of pictures in our house because that energy just, it's purifying. It's cleansing. It's incredible. It really is incredible. Now, has Puda ever gone out in the boat with you to listen? Oh, to yes, many times. Yeah. yeah, she does. We've just recently created a program called Dolphins Love Kids, too, and we found a boat and a boat captain um, that loves her. They really enjoy having her on the boat. Of course, she has a service animal certification, but my goal was to get lots of animals. You know, probably more dogs are going to come out. I mean, every cat doesn't like to do the things Puda does. She's very different in that. But she's been a water cat since she was born. She's five years old now, and she has been in the kitchen sink and, you know, in the swimming pool, and she's not afraid of water. She likes the rain. Um, so she's telling me that she may swim with the dolphin. She has a little life jacket uh, when we're in Hawaii. I'm going to give her that opportunity. But right now she goes out on the boat, and she hangs over the edge and tries to jump in. I have to hold under when the dolphins come. She gets very excited. <laughs> it's just like a kid, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's different. Got to give her that. Oh, that's remarkable. And the kids must respond to Puda and as well as the dolphins and whales. Yes, they do. They always want to come and see her, you know. If you watch our little YouTube called Dolphins Love Kids, you'll see Puda 
uh, there on the boat and afterwards playing with the kids. Pretty fun. Well, you do so many things, Lori. Um, you have uh, Grandma Chandra coming. I, don't know I do. Be in Hawaii. Could well, you she's coming here so to, to Oceanside. She'll be here uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. And uh, she's been one of my early teachers. You know, she was communicating with dolphins and whales. Uh, when I met her in 2003 on the Big Island, actually, I met her at the first. She was a keynote speaker um, for James Twyman, the first annual Psychic Children's Conference. And I'm telling you, meeting her changed my life. And she has pushed me and pushed me, which is good, um, into being telepathic with for, for some humans, including her. I, I thought at that time I was just going to be telepathic with cats, basically. I hadn't even yet ventured into really dolphin messages. And, you know, what what we now call interspecies communication. I hadn't done really that at all. And she called me out and had me bring forth a message for, I think it was like 2005, at, at an event where I was hosting her. She didn't give me any warning. I was scared. almost ran for the door. <laughs> I remember I was like, no, no, I just do cats. And she's like, no, no, no. Anyway, this is a woman that is really a planetary teacher, and she just is all, she's all telepathic. She's in a disabled body. And, and of course, for good cause, so that she can teach compassion and and tele- telepathic communication. So her mother, of course, travels with her and is telepathic, as, as as are many other people throughout the world. She has several voices now for her. It's an honor and a pleasure to work with her because she brings through messages about uh, who you are, where you're from, you know, your divine life mission. Um, you know, she gives wonderful advice. Um, and she's a, bit of, uh, she's a bit of a prophet because several times in my life she's prophesied something that's going to happen that I had no idea, no warning at all. And, of course, she was spot on every time. And uh, that's not real common for her, but she does do that when it's needed to, to give you a heads up of something that's coming in your life. Uh, I love her, and I, uh, she's really, you know, I'm going to say a planetary partner. That's the, the title of our upcoming event. And if anyone's interested, it's available online. Um, we have a video conference room where you can just go to your computer and log on and participate uh, in the event. Uh, she's going to be here Friday uh, teaching about the quantum laser and healing energies about that, about how to, and believe me, it's, it's helped her and her physical body heal quite a bit. And then on Saturday, I think it's from 1 to 6, we're doing an afternoon workshop together, and both of those are available online. So how would someone go on online to um, actually see it? Is it through your well, website? Well, you would have to go to our website, um, which is Lori Rian. Should I just spell it? It's yep. L-A-U-R-I-E-R-E-Y-O-N, com, And you can register for the events separately or together. And then on Sunday, of course, you'd have to come physically to Orange County. We're going to do a boat trip together. And it's called the Dolphins Love Kids Boat Trip, where some of the people that are coming on the boat are children that have been gifted a seat by another person. Um, it's part of our charity program, which and you're welcome to participate. We'll be doing lots of Dolphins Love Kids Boat Trips. And if you can come and, and be with us, wonderful. If not, you can donate one or more seats to a child that would never you know, have that opportunity to go out on a boat and see the dolphins. And I believe just even that one opportunity will change their lives. It will calibrate their DNA. And these children are just, you know, I just want more kids to see dolphins. That is part of my mission. So I'm making that happen. And Sunday, January 12th, Grandma Chandra will be a part of that boat trip, um, which is going to go out of Dana Point, California. So if you're in our area, you want. Sorry. Oh, that's wonderful to share that with children. Yeah. 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 And we're going to keep doing them. You know, we just launched it, actually. Last year we spent some time bringing out kids and um, 
you know, experimenting with it and creating some movie film around it. And now we have a YouTube out, which is on our website, or also you can go to YouTube, Dolphins Love Kids, and see it. It's about five minutes, and you can see the kids out on the boat. We even had one little girl come out and play her violin, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, and the dolphins just surged to that side of the boat, you know, like, it's amazing. You know, they just come because they love children, they love music. They know these are very advanced, you know, way, way in the future, advanced beings for us. People, I think everyone intuitively knows that, that a dolphin is a very advanced being. But, you know, when you're out there with kids, they just, that innocence, you know, that purity uh, translates to them telepathically, and they just come swimming to the boat, and they love us so much. So it's an opportunity to have a wonderful day and to change your life. Well, also, um, I was looking at your website there's an area for people to tune up uh, their telepathy. There's a four-week online class series, and um, and you and your master cat, Puda, are uh, presenting that four-week class series for people so that they can activate their telepathic skills. Yes. <laughs> that is so exciting. You know, yes, and we've, we've done these courses, you know, for a while now, and we've had such great success. You know, there's something about the power of people gathering together to do this work, you know. I, I, people always say, well, how did you become telepathic? Well, for starters, lots of practice, you know, and believing in it. You know, in the early years of teaching with Puda, we would always close our, this is when I was just a local teacher, we would always circle up and close up the last, like, 30 minutes of the class with people asking all telepathic questions of each other and then developing what we call telepathic partners where you could call that person on Wednesday night and you could say, okay, I'm going to ask 10 telepathic questions. And the other person is, you know, just you say, you say sending, you send the question, ending. The person then receives it, and then they give you back their response without having any idea what you said. You know, there's no verbal communication. It really opens that part of you up because you have to trust what you see and feel, you know. So that's part of the work, and you're welcome um, to join us. Again, it's an online class, uh, unless you're in Maui, because I'll be teaching it from Maui, um, 4.30 to 6.30, starting Wednesday, January 29th. Yeah, for four weeks. And you'd be surprised what can happen in just a few classes, working together, opening up your heart, and, you know, doing the exercises Master Puda gives us. Yeah, And she's she's a ham bone. She likes to sit and look in that camera, I'll tell you. <laughs> when I tell her it's time for class and I put her stool out there and jump up and I focus the camera, you know, the, the webcam, she's right there. She's usually there an hour before the class starts going, where's the people? <laughs> Kid loves the camera. <laughs> What a crack up. Yeah. Uh, so you, not only are you going to be in Maui, you're going to go over to the uh, Big Island in March for yeah. a summit. Yeah. Master Putin and I are the opening speakers, and we're so grateful for the opportunity to be gathering together with other dolphin and whale wisdom teachers all over the world are coming to the Big Island March 1st through the 5th for the Cetacean Summit. And we'll be sharing... In our opening presentation, um, some new clips from our film, Ascension Guidance. Uh, we'll be focusing on, you know, the whale and dolphin wisdom and Master Kuda's wisdom that she's sharing about the molecular changes that are happening in our body and how to work vibrationally with them uh, and how to accelerate them. And, boy, we'd love to have more people come. I mean, we have a nice group gathering, but you should all visit the cetaceansummit.com uh, website and see... Uh, the people that are coming from all over the world, people like Joan Ocean, Mary Getton, Linda Shea, Dolphin Heart World, Scott Taylor, uh, Doug and Trish of the Dolphin Spirit of Hawaii, just amazing people are coming 
um, that have dedicated their lives to dolphins and whales in different capacities. And it's kind of spearheaded by Anne Gordon from Whale Watching Panama, um, who's my dear friend, and I had the pleasure of working with her last year. I went to Panama to swim with the humpback whales. and um, She's been up here and worked with Puda, you know, and myself. And uh, It's just, you know, we're one big happy family. <laughs> we love to. I know. We had, we had fun interviewing Anne. Uh, she said she used to be a, a animal trainer. That was a, so she shared some fun stories with us. But yeah, it, it seems like it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful week. And if anybody ever wanted to go to Hawaii, that would be a perfect time to visit the Big Island and go to the summit with all these yeah. wonderful speakers. Yeah, and there's boat trips involved in it, which are optional because we know some people. I mean, there are some people that don't go out on boats, but we're certainly offering that to go swim with the dolphins. It literally uh, changes your life. I'm, I'm, it's part of the reason I'm going to, back to Hawaii is spending several weeks there is because I'm, I'm kind of addicted to that. I, I get to go out on the boat all the time and see the dolphins. And here in Southern California, the, we actually have more dolphins than anywhere else in the world. I mean, it's not uncommon. I think a month ago we saw probably over 2,000 dolphins one day. They just avalanched us. This came in like five miles of dolphins all around us. Uh, so that's an amazing experience. And you don't see that in Hawaii. There's smaller pods there. But we have the spinners, and we have the ability to get in that beautiful warm water and to receive their love. And, of course, the spinners are the ones that do all the acrobatics in the water. They're fun to watch. And they love to play and during the during the month of March, we're still in what we call whale season because the whales migrate to Hawaii to birth and to mate and you know, you know to be there in the warm waters. So the whale codes will be right there in the water for everybody to receive. Yeah, and I'm happy to announce too that we're doing an event called Expand Your Consciousness, uh, specifically the title Awakening in Lemuria, March 7th through the 11th. There, it's a sacred site tour and a boat trip with Puda and the dolphins. Um, so it's all out on the land, and I'm going to be working with Kahuna Calais, who is the, the priestess or the kahuna for the Big Island, going to the volcano for ceremony. So if any of that appeals to you, go check it out on our website. Um, and it, you know, the transportation is provided. We're, we're, we're all over the island, including the volcano and the waterfalls and the lava pools, doing our ceremonies and connecting to the great whales and dolphins and the turtles. And Apuda will be there. She's going to be with us the whole time. Kid likes Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? It's her fourth trip over there, so yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a good, good girl. Well, no, well, it's her third trip. She says, "Okay, sorry, third trip." Yeah. Well, she corrects you too, huh? <laughs> she does correct me. She does. She has a good memory. Yeah. What, what does it look like when she corrects you, or do you just hear it in a, in a telephone? I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but I hear her all the time, particularly now that we've kind of opened the sacred space, and, you know, on, on the air with you. She's here with me physically, but I do hear her. Yeah, it, it, it takes a little bit of adjustment to hear another voice all the time. But, you know, I actually I, recommend it. I mean, I do, and, and you know, and I recommend that when I work with people, I'm a spiritual coach to help you activate your telepathic skills. I think it's important to hear what I call the support team and usually one of your what you would call your guardian angels or master guides is happy to be the speaker guide for what I call the angels that are around you and to develop a communication with that being is quite powerful and then you know you always do have that other voice but you get used to it you know and it, it the cool thing is you know you're always reminded that you're never alone People call it intuition, they call it lots of things, but, you know, it's really your guides talking to you. I mean, they love you. They're here for you 24-7, and they're not leaving. You can't get rid of them. You can't send them away. I know you can turn their voice off, but, you know, you, they never leave you. They're here for you. 
So why not access that? Yes. If people understood how powerful, how powerfully they are loved by just the support team around them, that, you know, God sent you here with three other beings of light that never leave you. I mean, that makes four of you. (laughs) That's without bringing in any animals. You guys, you know, you're so loved and supported. You have so much help. You should never feel like you have to do everything alone because you don't. You just got to let them in. Well, if Poodas are um, here right now, does he, does she have any uh, messages for our listening audience or for Taz and I? Good question. Let's ask her. Yeah. So while I'm tuning into her and getting this message for you, um, she wants to tell you that she has a male soul. So some people do see her as a. How can I explain it? Um, a male energy, but she's actually in a female body. So, and it's part of bringing in the divine feminine. What would you like to tell the listening audience? Um, one of her recent channels is called Love is All There Is and Love is the Answer. So she's going to tell you a little bit about that. So she says, there is nothing beyond love. Everything, everywhere, and in every dimension is leading towards love. The expansion of more love. Love is the center of all being, all knowing and all understanding. Love is the solution to your question. And love will always be the answer. She says, I want to ask each of you that are listening to consider perhaps why you chose to incarnate right now in the the cycle of life to come into a human form on this beautiful blue-green planet we call Mother Earth want you to consider the possibility of asking more information to come through about what is your mission and, and what you willingly chose to do to create uh, opportunities for yourself and how you can share more love, more love than you have in any other lifetime. She says, during the many lifetimes and experiences upon the earth, you have gone through um, what she would call a process of elimination and that you have constantly, in every life, cleared the cobwebs or veils each time, becoming a little more aware of what you do not want. And she says you can or will know more about what you do want when you tune into that. So quite often you have used your creatorship abilities um, to manifest something and then have decided that that's what you don't want. And she wants you to know that that's a very important choice right now, is to separate the energies of that which is not vibrating in joy for you with that which is, and bringing more of that to what you'd be considered the inner child, you know, into the into the world now, and knowing that during the time you were young, the energy, almost for all of us, unless there was great abuse in your life, a passion flowed through your body. And if you look to that energy and you reignite that in your life now and you bring that in, that inner child, that she calls it the fun factor, um, can be uplifted and more information can come through this vibration of love and joy that will help you go through any kind of self-destructive or toxic patterns that you're in now and come back to the joy. Come back to being um, a conscious creator of your own experience and a co-creator of the world. So looking at those patterns and tuning into the feeling state of your life as opposed to the thinking state. And she's reminding us that you know animals and angels all live in their hearts and humans have that capacity too. We just sometimes go back into the mind, we become judgmental. And, you know, we're analyzing everything. And it's just, in in the most loving way, she's reminding us it's such a waste of time. Such a waste of time because you don't create anything of value uh, when you're in the analytical thinking process. And so the mantra that 
we like to share with people is what I think, but what I feel I bring into form. So that feeling state, um, the emotional body, is where we want to tune to. And allow yourself to, maybe for the first time in a long time, to really feel what's going through your body, the energies that are coming to you, and not pushing them or uh, dismissing them. So I hope that's helpful, she says, and she's open to any questions that you might have. Well, when she talks about fun, it reminds me of dolphins. Dolphins yeah. have a lot of fun yeah. playing. Dolphins live in the sun, don't they? Dolphins do. Uh, it, are the dolphins and whales, I think you mentioned before, are they here to help us, uh, our DNA change? Is that what's happening right now? Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I actually have a little message on dolphins and DNA, if you'd like me to share it, that they, they, they gave me uh, as sure. part of our new film. Would that would that be of interest? Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay, okay so let's, let's bring that in. This is called Dolphins and DNA. The dolphins have shared with me that they are the designated keepers of the human DNA template system. The dolphins receive infusions of DNA activations through the Earth's ocean systems from Creator. It is their given task to process this information internally and calibrate the actual DNA that is perfect and right for each person. They also hold the energy of love and joy for actual locations on the planet that are experiencing war and chaos. The dolphins work to create frequencies that are infused into these areas on the planet with templates of peace, harmony, and healing. The dolphins Matrix, the dolphin matrix supports DNA reencodements for people and places through their energy code systems. And the dolphin family of light has created a template for the human DNA. And they use this template to monitor the overall template for the pure holographic possibility equation for humanity and for Earth. So if you choose to access this and connect with the planetary dolphin family, you can receive these attunements directly from the dolphin group consciousness simply by asking. They remind you that they are the masters of DNA recalibration and are able to shift old energies very quickly with their healing frequencies. The dolphins work in a frequency of joy and playfulness that is perfectly suited to the energy of ascension and the new earth. So they've shared with me, beloved humans, Please listen to your hearts as the energies accelerate during 2014 and beyond. Call upon the dolphin energies as they are the chosen emissaries of light. Their communications will be a valuable assistance in helping you to align with the crystalline grid system, your personal DNA upgrades, and the dolphin matrix systems that are assisting in creating the center for the new earth. Also know that the dolphin matrix system of energy is assisting with the cleansing, which is so important now in balancing of the Earth's oceans. They work to help with, you know, clearing the radioactivity now from Fukushima. And so important that we restore the water molecules to their original frequencies. So many scientific experts now are saying that DNA plays a powerful role in newly discovered communications between dolphins and humans. There's an ongoing study at the Sirius Institute on the Big Island in Hawaii that has revealed that dolphins and whales receive and transmit sound signals capable of affecting the genetic double helix. Using natural biotechnology, dolphins can actually heal humans swimming near them or on boats near them sonogenetically. This research that's going on shows that our DNA is activated by waves and particles of energized sound and light that literally switch the genes on or off. 
Likewise, genetic inheritance is energetically transmitted bioacoustically and electromagnetically through special, special water molecules that form the electrogenetic matrix of DNA. This amazing phenomenon explains how, you know, healings can occur and changes in people that are near the dolphins or, you know, that are near our boats or swimming with them. So we believe that the cetaceans have had complex language for millions of years and that they have the largest brains on the planet. Visitations by dolphins and whales have demonstrated a history of friendship and cooperation and even partnership with humans. The dolphins and whales have shown us that they are the ancient and wise, super-sentient beings on this planet. They are living examples for we humans, showing us how to live in peace and in harmony on our planet. So for anyone that's listening, we encourage you to connect with the dolphins and whales each and every day. Give it a try. Try it. You're going to like it. Do it energetically. Listen to their sounds. Just tune into them telepathically in your meditations and absolutely visit them in the physical oceans whenever you can. They are the living and ultimate expression of how we humans can begin to live in our hearts within the pod mind, which is demonstrated by living for the good of the many, not the one. So we actually don't have to go through a near-death experience or some kind of traumatic aspect. Yeah, I recommend you don't, you know, no. And I'm not saying that I was a bad person or having a bad life, but I did, you know, I was immersed in a very 3D life. um, And I think, you know, my soul, spirit, so forth, wanted me to move into this world of animal communication. And I think I would have had a lot of resistance if they had kind of taken it away from me. And no, you don't have to die. Believe me, you don't. in fact, you know, we work with groups of people. Uh, we've been doing this work long enough now, and we're blessed to be, you know, have the radio show with Jennifer McLean. And, you know, we have clients all over the world, and we travel, and we teach. And, you know, people that connect sometimes just even one time to the energy of the dolphins and the whales will, will, will email us, or they'll call, and they say they've been transformed. You know, there's, a, there's something different. Their heart, it's like the heart energy gets activated. And they begin to realize that the, the things... Um, like spirit communication, telepathic communication, is more important than it was before. It takes precedence, you know. So I believe communication with those that are beyond the veil, you know, well, then again, the other people would tell you there isn't much veil anymore, is there? Um, That that can help us so much, you know. And I know there's got to be lots of people that listen um, to what we're talking about now that already have communication with their animals, probably more than they realize. And if you just want to make it more conscious, what I encourage you to do is practice with other people's animals. Because then you have no emotional attachment to the answer, and you can check and see, uh, you know, the questions and answers if they're correct. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes. Now, you You were talking about the radiation and the oceans. Um, Are the dolphins and whales helping... um, resolve that issue and making the the oceans healthy again? They absolutely are. They they do. They do a lot of healing and clearing work for the waters, but they're asking for our help too, you know, and more important than like we talked about with what's going on here with this weekend with Grandma Chandra, they want us to become planetary partners. They want us to start taking more of our own personal power and joining with others to make differences uh, and the overall well-being of the of the water molecules in the in the ocean, and connecting to the grid system, connecting to the earth. Um, hopefully, I'm making sense. But I mean, you know, the more we wake up and play with the power that we have, and connect to Mother Earth herself, 
the more we can do. We shouldn't leave it all up to the animals and the angels to correct everything for us. That's what I'm saying. We have to start taking more responsibility so that we don't create these huge messes to clean up, you know? Yeah. And we, and we can do that. You know, I'd also like um, you to share with us something about the Andara crystals. Um, we, uh, I first became um, aware of them by a gentleman in Santa Cruz who found them in his backyard. Are you talking about Mickey Magic? Yeah. <laughs> you know Mickey. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, that's where we get them. We get all our crystals from Mickey and from Lady Nellie's property. Okay. Uh, they are incredible. I have I have a couple in my presence, and um, they are just, they're really awesome. I. So you would you share some of those things about sure. the crystals? Okay. Yeah, I've had the Andara crystals in my life since, 2010, they first came into my life through Tiffany Tatum, who I met, uh, where did I meet her? Uh, on the Big Island, right, on the Big Island, and then later in Kauai. Um, and she again worked with Mickey Magic. So first thing I want to say is that Andara crystals are monatomic. Um, they were first found in the United States in February of 1967 by Lady Nellie, who at that time was a 90-year-old Choctaw medicine woman. Um, so at this point, they've only come up in two places in the world, and one is on her property near Mount Shasta, and the other is in South Africa. So they're very rare, but they're very powerful. Um, they're master crystals. They're healing crystals. Um, let's see. I have some information that Puda has recently channeled, so let's see what I can do here. They originate from the Andarian star system. Their name translate, translates to mean truth, and they respond when you speak to them, and they create a spiral of energy in response. Perhaps one of the most important things is they're paramagnetic in nature. That means that they're not electromagnetic and they're not immersed in the duality here on the Earth of the linear time frame. They operate energetically beyond that. So it's sort of like having an angel in your presence. They don't respond to positive and negative. They're just pure love. Um, they're multidimensional um, light and color code keepers. So we see a lot of healing around them. They transmit messages to the other Andaras um, telepathically, so we see that happening. Um, healing properties are that they strengthen the human energy field tremendously. They increase awareness. They can clean and balance your chakras very easily. Uh, we've seen them activating um, the channeling abilities through the third eye in people, which accelerates your spiritual development. And really important is that they're, they, they consider themselves destiny stones. So when an Andara crystal wants to connect with you and then, you know, perhaps you bring them home or you look at them, they can aid you in manifesting uh, more power to your divine life blueprint because they see who you are, just sort of like an animal does. They look into your, I guess you'd say, your Akashic record. Um, they were very popular on the planet in uh, some, some other important times when the Earth was in an ascension place. And one of, the, one of those times was in Lemuria, ancient Lemuria. The other was in Egypt. Um, the, the monatomic white powder was found in the king's um, sarcophagus uh, during that time. And there is, there's also white powder that's spoken of that was kept in the Ark of the Covenant, which helped them live very long lives, restorative energy. So this monatomic white powder is the essence of the Andars in all of their colors. Um, let's see. I just I, I, I use them around people. I create a grid around them when I have you on the healing table and I'm doing whale healing with people. Um, I have them in my house, and now I've become, um, I guess you would say, 
a representative of, of selling uh, Andara crystals to people that are so guided to. So most of my people contact me, and we just work on Skype, and I just get a whole bunch of them there you know, on the webcam so you can see them, and they call out to you to create some kind of soul-enhancing experience with you. Um, and I just I can't tell you how happy it makes me. My whole body just tingles. And I just started. I didn't have any warning this was going to happen. I just connected with Mickey on my way back from teaching up at Mount Shasta in, gosh, it was only in October. And since that time, I probably sold thousands of Vendaras to people. So I think they like using me to get to their next home. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. <laughs> they make us happy. <laughs> so I have lots more information on the colors and, you know, all of that. If you're interested, you can look at our website or contact me, and I can send it to you. So. Beautiful. Fun. <laughs> just fun. They well, make that's, yeah, it's, it's really a small world. I mean, we, we've known Mickey, and he's been in contact with our show quite often, and to find out that you know him, and, and it's, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I have some fun pictures when we stopped in Santa Cruz to see him. I mean, he and Puda just went nose to nose. And she sat up on one of these little tables while we were there all afternoon sorting through the crystals and walking. And he, I mean, they were just talking. They just, it, He became instantly telepathic with her, and they're just sitting there talking. And when he calls up, he just called yesterday. He said, let me talk to Puda. <laughs> 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 they just, I mean, they're like, they're, they're both so elemental, you know. If you look at Mickey, I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. I mean, he has the energy of a gnome, you know, like an earth being. And so does Puda. So, I mean, they just, oh, my God, they're cute together. <laughs> Now, it's, Puda is beautiful on your, I mean, the pictures of Puda on your website. She's she, she a beautiful is very cat. Beautiful. She is she very reminds beautiful. Me of, she reminds me of an Egyptian cat. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's she carries a lot of Egyptian energy. Um, she has a, a lot of memories that she shares with me of our time in Egypt, many lifetimes. She connects to Bast, you know, Bastet, the, the cat deity, quite often, and you know, see, in Egypt, everybody was telepathic, and guess who were the teachers? I mean, they're even written on the temple walls of those big 300-pound cats, you know. That was yeah, a good day yeah. for cats when we were in that particular vibration because we understood that they were our mentors and our teachers. And so, anyway, they still are if anybody's interested. <laughs> They've just gotten smaller bones. <laughs> well, I have yeah. my office door closed when we have an interview, and uh, my oh, cat Oh, I hear a kitty. Like, yes, she's really was pounding at the door to come in. Well, hi, honey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's your name? It's Abby. Hi, Abby. So are you you the energy behind all this? Are you orchestrating? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. In case you didn't know, you know, she's helping with all of the radio shows and all the work you're doing. (laughs) You're a planetary partner, too, aren't you? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, so, yes. Uh, yes, you have so many exciting things on your website. Um, I wanted to mention the film, that you have a trailer about your film. I do, I do. So want to say a little bit about we, that? We created a film about the dolphins and whales. It's called Messages of the Dolphins and Whales and a few years ago, and it's not like a real professional film, but it was a way for us to get some footage behind the messages that I'm bringing forth you know, with the dolphins and whales. And a lot of that film is broken down into YouTubes on our media page. But then it came time we were planning a retreat. Okay, so let's see if we can get this right. I'll let Puda talk. We're planning to go to Kauai. 
um, for an Expand Your Consciousness retreat in 2012. And we usually go in March because the whales are there. It's also Buddha's birthday, which is March 3rd. And by the way, she's had that birthday five times in a row. So she continues to return on March 3rd when she comes back. Very interesting, isn't it? Um, yes, yes. Yeah. So that later I, I met Chief Golden Light Eagle, um, who prophesied Grandma Chandra's birth. And, and I'm part of the Star Knowledge Conference Network now. And he said, you know, 33 is a whale code. Um, did you know that? And I went, no, I thought it meant compassion. He goes, it does, but it's also the energy of, of the whales and their communication. So I thought that was interesting. But I'm skipping mm-hmm. around, aren't I? So we went to Kauai, and she guided us to the northeast corner uh, near Anahola. And she told us that we would go there and stand on that beach and look at this vortal tunnel, which she calls a stargate, and that the white whale energy, which I had been introduced to by Grandma Chandra a few years before, was going to return to the planet. And that there were, there's a council of 13 white whales, and those white whales would return to the planet, and they would come and return with what we call creatorship knowledge and activate the codes of creation within the people. And we were to go there and have this ceremony. And I'm thinking, that's, that's, that's pretty interesting, Peter. But, you know, I followed the path, as I always do, and I, prophesy, I, mean, I put her prophecy into the uh, advertising. We had 68 people go to Kauai that year, that 2012, and go to that place. And we were fortunate to know Tiffany Tatum, who's the adopted daughter of the Kahuna Paia, who had helped us that year. And she had created an Isis temple, which is like a goddess temple there on Kauai. And so we were able to stay there and use this big temple as kind of a host room, you know, for our gatherings. We had the people in a hotel, but we stayed there. The first night we get, we get there and uh, we're in our room, and Puda's, this is Puda's laying on the bed, and Tiffany comes in the room and she says, Master Puda, tell me again about the prophecy of the white whales coming to the planet. And Puda says, well, just north of here where you live is this, this place where the white whales have come back to the planet and we're to go there and have a ceremony on March 3rd. And uh, Tiffany says, did you know the Dalai Lama was just here? And I said, no. And she said, he was just here two weeks ago, and he took a whole group of people there to this place you're describing. And how do you know? And Puddha says, I just know. And she said, he told his people that this is the portal where all souls enter the planet. And Puddha rolls over seriously on her back and put her feet in the air, and she said, isn't it nice the Dalai Lama agrees with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. you got to laugh. you got to laugh. But it's pretty interesting that, you're, you know, the mass the mastering, the number 33, that's love, hate, anger, and fear. So the dolphins are the masters of that to to transform the energy. It's yeah, pretty back incredible. Into compassion and love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, you said the white whales are the creators. I mean, they're literally with the number 13, that's the God, the creator energy. I, Number 13. By the yeah. way, you know, that year, our, fil- our filmmaker at the time, which we're talking about the film now, uh, Ascension Guidance, had started researching the white whales because Puda was talking about them. And we found pictures of several white whales, and we were able to count 13. I mean, there may be more now, but um, there, are, there were 13 white whales born that year on the planet, most of them around Australia. Now there's some around Norway. And that's really helped us um, have that the visuals, you know, the pictures of the actual white whales that came through. So here's the thing. So we're getting ready for this retreat. We know this prophecy now. And Puda comes to myself and Leslie, and she says, can we make a little film about this, about the Ascension Energies? Because that's the topic of our 
our, our retreat in Hawaii about the white whales and about helping people use the tools that I'm teaching, you know, as a cat, right? Like raise your vibration tools. And Leslie says, sure, Puda. And then I said, well, okay. And she says, you have to cancel all your clients for two days. I need two days to write the script. And you have to go in the bedroom and close the door and, you know, not answer the phone. You have to focus. And I said, okay, I can do that. And in those two days, she wrote an hour and a half film. (laughs) Not a 15-minute film. (laughs) An hour and a half. (laughs) Wow. You had to laugh. So the last two years we've been working on it. We're finally able to say we're we're hoping to release it uh, at the Cetacean Summit. But, uh, you know, until it's actually done, we're editing. We just were editing again this morning. It's a lot of work. But the film itself, the script, is on a CD, which is available now. It's called Ascension Guidance living in your sacred heart and you can get it through our website so you can hear the script but i mean we're so excited about the film and it's coming and you can see the trailer on our website on our homepage. it's right at the top it says click here to see ascension guidance and i don't know if you guys got a chance to see it but it's it's a nice trailer it's three minutes yes it is i loved it mm-hmm. it is quite photogenic so that that will be quite an opening for the the summit yeah, I think so. We're pretty excited about it. You know, it's been a lot of time and effort, and there's times when, you know, when it's so much work that you're just like, oh, my gosh, how will we ever do it? But we are. We are doing it. And, you know, little by little, it's getting done. I'm learning about professional filmmaking. I mean, I'm not saying I'll ever be a professional filmmaker, but I think I'll always want to write the scripts that Puda provides for us through my telepathic abilities because she's such a great writer. You know, I mean, she's such a great teacher and I've been teaching with the energy of the soul since again I think professionally since 2001 and in recent years full time you know I think 2008 we went full time doing this work and it's just a blessing you know I can't encourage all of you enough to connect with the animals that are around you and certainly the dolphins and whales because they offer so much love so uh, many is changes she, is she yeah, Native American whoops I'm mm-hmm. sorry go ahead Paula going to ask uh, the uh, Native Americans named you Standing Whale Mother. Could you tell us yes. a little bit of the story behind that? Sure, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm living um, mostly in, uh, this time in La Salina, which is 52 miles down on the beach in Baja. And I'm in this, this state, the, those years of kind of recovering from losing my old life and creating my new life, right? So I'm spending a lot of time down there, and I'm trying to give, um, I don't know, one or two days a week to writing, you know, just poems and prayers and just being in the energy with the dolphins and with, at that time, Puda One. And this incredible female shaman comes into my life, um, who's Native American, and she is teaching me about meditation. And We're out on the beach one day, and she shows me how to sit. You know, I didn't really have very many human teachers. Most of what I was learning in those years, was just all animal teachings, you know, just listening because I was kind of isolated. And she she brings in this energy um, when we come back, and she says, I never went that far out before in a meditation. And I said, really? And she said, no, never. She says, do you, do you know who you really are? And I said, no, I just know I love animals. I've always loved animals. And she said, well, what they're showing me is a whale going up on its tail, and it's translating the messages from the whale consciousness to the people. And they're calling you Standing Whale Mother. And she said, so I don't know 
exactly what to make of that. She said, but I think you should tune in to, to the whale energy. I'm going to call you Standing Whale Mother from now on. So I didn't know what to make of that, actually, for several years. But I took it into my heart. And then I was at a fire ceremony with some, again, Native American people, drum circle. And the male leader of that tribe was a, a Paiute, I think. I'm not sure. And it, it was a nighttime drum circle. And I, I like to play drums, so I was playing, and he called me out to the center, and he said, you're standing up in my vision, and you're a whale, and you're speaking the whale messages to the people. And I said, at one time I was named uh, by a female shaman, Standing Whale Mother, and he said, that's it, that's it. And he's like, that's what I'm seeing. He said, what are you doing with this? And I went, uh, I don't know. You know, I, didn't, I hadn't yet really connected to the whales, not in the way, you know, that I have now. Um and I, I mean, if you're open, I can tell you a very, a very far out story. Um, uh, sure, you are. Another connection. <laughs> okay, so in, then a few years later, I'm living, I left Mexico because they asked me to, and the home that I lived in for six years was sold, and, you know, to bring Puda and my teachings and all that I am to the world. You know, Cryon, again, was helping me. And I'd split up in my relationship, and I'm living um, temporarily at the Rosicrucian Fellowship um, on retreat. Uh, here in Oceanside, and I have this little tiny apartment while I'm figuring out my next step, and I'm there with Puda 2 now and her brother, because Puda 1 had passed over. And one night, these light beings, they beamed into my apartment, very two tall light beings. And uh, I had met lots of light beings on the beach in Mexico, but I hadn't seen any in the United States. And they said that they were Pleiadians and that they were here to help me with my contract. And I said, what does that mean? And they said, well, if, if, with your permission, we're going to be with you for a few months, and we're going to help you write your first workshop, which is called Healing with the Whales and Dolphins. I said, I don't know anything about whales. And they said, we know. That's why we're here. <laughs> they helped me. And I, I got some films, and I started learning about whales. And um, I, I was very boat sick at that time, or seasick, and I had to heal that part of myself um, so I could start going out on the boats. Grandma Chandra helped me with that. And, you know, she, one time she said to me, when are you going to do your real mission? And I said, I am doing my real mission. And she said, no, you're not, because you're not on the boat yet. <laughs> you have to heal that so you can go out on the boats. So she said, I'll do the first boat trip with you, and that was like six years ago. And if you throw up on everybody, then I'll do the messages. But otherwise, this is what you're supposed to do. So <laughs> God bless Grandma Chandra. So I, I healed that <laughs> part of myself with help, and I started doing the boat trips and, and bringing in the messages. And, you know, there's been a lot of help along the way. But learning about in the ancientness of who the whales really are, you know, their sacredness, of that they came here millions of years before the humans did and have been holding this incredible space of healing and wisdom. And Master Fuda, she always says, you know, if you're going to go to the doctor, wouldn't you want to go to the one with the most experience? <laughs> the whales have the most experience. So, yeah, yeah. you know, when we play whale sounds and we bring it in the energy, people get well. We've seen so many miracles, so... I don't oh, know what turn to on your whale music, <laughs> no matter where you are, huh? I yeah, love that. that's right. That's right. Yeah, turning on the whales. Well, yeah. we've had so much fun with your stories today and, and uh, being able to talk to Puda and the whales and the dolphins. It's been an exciting hour. Yeah. So thank you, really, thank really you so fun. much. Thank you oh, so thank much you. for being with us. Yeah. Do the, does the uh, does Puda have this one little short message for um, the people oh, out there? Yeah, she says, sure, she does. She always has. Uh, let's use. She says, um, "I'll share her message from the film that's near the end, and it's called 
uh, the spiral of ascent. Would you guys like to hear that? Yes, sure. Please. Okay. All right. So the process of ascension is well underway now and is ongoing and will continue into the year 2014 and beyond. Ascension is evolution expressed through the ascent of the spiral of life. 2014 sets the stage for the pinnacle of biological ascension as we experience the dematerialization of the Earth's magnetic fields and the final phases of existence in the third dimension. Our wondrous Earth experience is but an experiment with the density of love in biological form. And as our linear time frame is expressed, we can witness that evolution is not random. Evolution is consciousness in motion, and it uses the energy of the golden mean. The spiral of ascent is accelerating now, looping itself upward outside of linear time. The changes within our form start at the molecular level and are expressed throughout your atomic structure. Science can document changes now in metabolism, our neurology, and even within our genes. As we move into a higher vibration, more universal life force is assimilated and sustained. Aging, as we knew it, is reversing now, and youthing becomes a conscious choice. Use the power of your conscious will and intention to see yourself becoming lighter. Access the codes of creation within your master cell and your divine life blueprint. Ask for vibrant health and intelligence to be restored within your body. Open to the healer within you as no one but you can give permission for the changes that you are seeking. Ultimately, the carbon-based molecule will completely transform and transfigure into a crystalline form, and you will return to a light body form. The evolution of ascension is love and is taking place within the cosmos, our planet Earth, and within your physical makeup. Blessings on your ascension, my friends. I am Master Cat Puda, and I love you. So it is. Oh, God bless your journey. Thank you, Laurie. That is tremendous. And, and thank Master Cat Puda. Puda. <laughs> thank so you. She wants you to, to go out with a whale sound. Here we are. Okay. How's that sound? Oh, great. It's beautiful. We tune into these great beings of love. I want to thank both of you, though, for inviting us, and, you know, for everyone listening. Oh. And what a great way welcome. to connect through your show. Yeah. And what a great service yeah. you're providing. We are in gratitude. Well, <laughs> have a great day. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye. Neil. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.